Hey everyone, welcome to Home Matters, the podcast where we help you make the most informed decisions for your home renovation and improvement projects. Whether you're swapping out windows, tackling a kitchen makeover, or getting a new roof, we've got the tips, the tricks, and the insights that you need. So let's get into today's topic. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Home Matters. I'm your host, Alex, and today I'm diving deep into the topic every homeowner should be well-versed in, contracts with contractors. From understanding the basics to knowing your rights, we've got you covered. So grab a pen and paper. You're gonna wanna take notes on this one. All right, so let's get into it. First off, why understanding contracts is so crucial? Well, it's the blueprint for your entire project and the relationship with your contractor. Without a good contract, you're setting yourself up for potential misunderstanding and the financial pitfalls. There are things that can really go wrong, and if you don't have a good contract in place, guess what? You're you're gonna be SOL. And uh, in addition, a worst case scenario is that the contract actually favors the contractor. And in that case, it can really hurt you bad financially. All right, so the basics of the agreement. Let's start with that. Your contract should include clear terms, the project scope, scope of work, right? and your expectations. Ensure that both parties are on the same page. I mean, you're talking about the items. So that is the material, the brand of the material, what kind of warranties they come with, when will they be delivered? And then we're talking about the labor. When it comes to the labor, if you have different trades working in your home, you want to know that the, tr- the, the tradesmen are actually technical people who are trained and certified to actually install those different materials for the different jobs they're doing in your home. Really important there. All right. So make sure that you're both on the same page when it comes to that. And the timeline is super, super important. You can't just take verbal agreements and say, okay, this project's going to get done in three to four weeks. And at the end of the day, when it's not done in three or four weeks, you're going to say, well, but you told me, well, if it's not in the contract and it's open-ended, guess what? You don't have a leg to stand on. So let's talk about what you should look for. You really want to read carefully and look for red flags like vague descriptions or unclear pricing. This is a big one, the unclear pricing. You don't want to skim over it because what will happen is specifically when it comes to change of orders, if there are any changes to the project, how will these be handled? Will these be charged as extras? Guess what? Some contracts will will tell you there that even in the event that you change one thing, I'm talking even the the, the placement of uh, the installation of, of of something or the change, the color of the paint or the direction of the flooring. I mean, there's lots of different things that can change. There, there are clauses there that will say you will be charged extra. Perhaps they need to send a different crew to do the work. And this applies for everything interior and exterior of the home. And make sure you have drawings. Having drawings really helps put the, the wording, the text, with the visual as well. So let's talk about subcontractors. Will your, subcon- will your contractor use subcontractors? Make sure this is outlined, including who's responsible for their payments and work quality. What I've seen happen in the past is that a contractor will use subcontractors and not pay them. So if the contractor is a, is is not a, um, you know, is a dirty guy who is not paying his subs, guess what? At the end of the job, that subcontractor who did the work in your home 
could actually put a lien in your home. Now, this varies from state to state, but I can tell you horror stories where a subcontractor held a homeowner liable for non-payment and the contractor disappeared. So hopefully, to begin with, you're choosing a contractor that is reputable and been in your area for a long time, and you have done a search. Do a search in your county and see if that contractor or its subcontractors have ever gone to court have uh, have homeowners taken legal action against them it's not enough to just look for reviews online reviews will only go so far but look for their their um you can look in public records to see if they have any legal issues um outstanding so that's really important now arbitration versus court dispute resolution is definitely crucial but some contracts have an arbitration clause others go to court for settlements you need to know the pros and cons of each because a contractor may know that they've been sued in the past and it cost them a lot of money to pay pay the, the, the homeowner in court if they didn't abide by all the terms and conditions of the contract, for example, the timeline. So they, they opt for arbitration. And in arbitration, you are pretty much, your hands are tied. There's only so much you can do there because that you're going to need to come to a conflict resolution without suing them. So it, it limits what you can do there. A governing law is super important. It, you know, which state laws apply to your contract? It is a crucial legal matter. Why? Because if you are, let's say, in Arizona and the contractor it has governing law from Illinois or some other state, guess what? It's that law that applies to your contract. So you really need to know what the governing law is. And, and here's the thing you want to keep in mind. As is the case with all contracts, you should you should add red lines to the contract and not accept certain things. So that is to say, if the contractor, if the company wants to do business with you, you as the homeowner can say, hey, listen, I understand your governing law is Illinois. However, I'm living and you're doing the work here in Arizona. Guess what? I need you to change the governing law to Arizona or you do it where it's mutual. So that is to say, if you were to sue the contractor, you would sue them in Arizona. And if they were to sue you for breach of contract, they would sue you in Illinois. So it's a mutual thing, right? You're indemnifying each other in that sense, which is also another clause. Now, warranty on labor and material. Make sure that these uh, are clear terms about warranties on both labor and material because you don't want to have any unpleasant surprises. And typically you have this with labor. So they install anything, could be your roofing, your windows, your flooring, paint, uh, bricks on your driveway, whatever the case is. And a year goes by. And after a year, you begin to have issues and then you want to fix those issues. But guess what? The, the labor warranty is most labor warranties are up in a year. So I would also ask them to increase that from a year to 18 months or, or even a little further. See, again, you as the homeowner need to understand that everything is a negotiation and you don't have to, to agree to everything that is on the contract verbatim, right? So if a contractor wants to do business with you, you know, that's sort of like their starting point. And for you as a homeowner, you need to know where your starting point is at. And just like as is the case when you're buying and selling real estate, there is nego negotiation. So negotiate on the 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 issue of warranty for labor. And then for warranty for material, make sure that they actually register you for the material warranty because 
I've seen it happen with water heaters, with air conditioning, with flooring, with many different materials where they said that they would register you with the manufacturer's warranty and they didn't. And then down the road, something happens and the manufacturer then looks back at you and says, oh, I'm sorry, you never registered for the warranty. So this happens with vehicles. This happens with, um, you know, um, OEMs like manufacturers where they know that if the if the contractor doesn't register the material for the warranty guess what it's voided so ask for a copy make sure that it's registered these days it's mostly done on the websites right now let's talk about timeline and cost because deadlines and budgets are vital make sure that these are clearly stated and agreed upon especially the timeline i mean the timeline is something that for many homeowners holidays you know, come there, you, you think that the project's going to be done before Thanksgiving and it's not. And then all of a sudden it turns into a nightmare and you want to pay the contractor less, but, but you, you, you didn't outline that in the timeline. So put in a timeline that is reasonable and, and then add some clauses there or an addendum to say what happens if they don't finish it in such timeline. And then of course the cost, the cost, I mean, this is so important, right? Because if, if, if you're, three quarters of the way on your on your project and the contractor then knocks down a wall and finds out that there's all this extra work that needs to be done it's not the contractor's fault because they don't know what's behind the walls or under the floor or in the roof so you do have to be reasonable as a homeowner and understand that when you're doing major remodel the more you peel back right it's like an onion the more you peel back the more you find so make sure that you have certain clauses in there to uh, so that the contractor or the company explains to you what happens if some you know if if let's say there is a broken pipe or what happens if you break the pipe these are important things that you have to outline because otherwise it can cost you an arm and a leg and then payment methods you know from down payments to final payments clarify the methods and the the schedule of payments, right? Typically for a big construction project, you're going to do scheduled payments, you know, 20%, 20%, 25, 25, whatever the case is. And when it's a small project that's going to get done in a week or two, typically you do 50% down, which covers pretty much material and then 50% upon completion. I would never, ever, ever, ever recommend that any homeowner pay a contractor more than 50% upfront. And I would never pay the final payment unless everything is done to your satisfaction. Okay. So super important. That coincides with the warranty and the other things. Have they come through with that? And if they haven't, then guess what? They're not going to get paid. And then last but not least, you know, talking about liens, you know, understand that liens work in cases where a contractor doesn't pay subcontractors or suppliers, and they could put a lien in your house. It's happened. I've seen it dozens of times. A homeowner finding themselves having to go to court because they have a lien on their home for silly things sometimes. I mean, so really understand the lien. And also, you may want to have them sign a lien waiver form. A lien waiver form just basically says they can't put a lien in your house no matter what. All right. So as far as resources for, for this episode, we've got the website, localcontractor.co. We've got a lot of blogs, a lot of resources there legaladvice.com, contractorboard.org, the BBB, Better Business Bureau, and the American Bar Association for legal templates and advice. So those are all like the free different resources. We covered a lot today, but trust me, a well-understood contract can save you a lot of hassle down the line. 
And thanks for joining us today on the Whole Matters Podcast. If you found this episode useful, please share it with others who can benefit. Until next time, make your home matter. Thanks for tuning in to the Home Matters Podcast. Remember, a great home starts with making smart choices. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on a new episode. For more resources or to get in touch with a trusted local contractor, check out localcontractor.co. Until next time, take care and happy renovating.